This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge. The Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by GEICO. For just 15 minutes, can save you 15% or more in car insurance. For more details, go to GEICO.com. And you probably should have gone 15 minutes ago. Well, I love that intro because that's Todd Rundgren, and they play that song every time the Packers score. And as you should know by now, a former Packer and a former Packer great, Jerry Kramer, is one of two senior candidates for the Pro Football Hall of Fame's Class of 2018. As a pulling guard, Jerry was a key component in the signature play of his era, members of the Lombardi Sweep, which helped the Green Bay Packers win five championships, including the first two Super Bowls. Back in 1969, Jerry was selected by this same Hall of Fame selection committee as the best guard in the NFL's first 50 years as well as to the 1960s NFL All-Decade team. Jerry's agreed to rejoin us this week, and, and that should be noted because it's a record third time he's been with us now as a guest to discuss the Hall of Fame, the Packers, and whatever else strikes him. Hey, Jerry, thanks so much. Congratulations, and welcome back. Thank you, thank you, thank you. What a, uh, what a wonderful sound. What a wonderful announcement. What a wonderful point in my life, Clark. Thank you very much for having me on, and thanks for the the great moment in my life. Jerry, you've been a Hall of Fame finalist 10 times previously, the last time in 1997. That was 20 years ago. Were you starting to give up hope that the process would ever come back around to you? Yeah, I, I kind of had uh, accepted the fact that I wasn't going to be in. Yeah, I had kind of uh, analyzed everything, and it had been quite a while, and a lot of young guys coming along, and a lot of great football players coming along, and Maybe my time had passed, and uh, I, you know, I got my lip out a little bit uh, a couple times and start, I'd get a little angry and a little hurt feelings and stuff like that. And then I'd sit down and I'd say, hey, fool, this game has been so good to you. If you could have dreamed or imagined a road like this when you left Sandpoint High, you would have gone schizo. You would have been absolutely nuts. And and so if you think about the game giving you so many presents and being so good to you that uh, if they don't give you one, you know, that's really okay. It's just been a wonderful ride and a wonderful experience. Exceptional people, well, times. Uh, you've been so honored and so uh, well-greeted, and the Packer fans have been so sensational you got no pitches. you got nothing to worry about. You know, life has been good. Life has been outstanding. So shut up, quit sucking your thumb, and enjoy yourself. And uh, <laughs> that's pretty much what my, my thoughts were. Well, you know, it's good you're not sucking your thumb because Terrell Owens has both thumbs in his mouth, so it's, uh, <laughs> it's actually a pretty good thing. Uh, uh, you, you know, Jerry, one of the things I'm wondering was, you know, the, the hall had a little difficulty reaching you uh, to inform you that you've been nominated again. And I was wondering if, A, you knew that, that it was happening that day and, and sort of didn't want to be around, or uh, if you just were off doing other things and not thinking about it. No, I, I had heard something about it, but I had made up my mind that that was not a part of me, and I, I didn't want to put myself through the agony of not being selected again. So I just quit watching and quit listening and, and I turned my head away whenever somebody would talk about it. I'd look the other way or try not to get involved with it. So I really didn't know 
that the selection committee was meeting and that it was this day. And I happened to be sitting at a uh, function or a luncheon with a friend of mine, and uh, I got a call from a young guy in Kenosha, a young autograph uh, seeker who was a kind of a memorabilia guy, a kid named Chad Abbott, and he said, congratulations. I said, for what? He said, your nomination. I said, to what? And uh, he said, the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I said, are you kidding me? And uh, so we chatted a bit, and I put my phone down and looked at the messages and saw a message from uh, Mr. Baker. And I thought, oh, boy, you know, I haven't got this call before. So uh, I called him, and uh, you guys, of course, were there, and Art and Carl Eller and whatnot. And uh, it was surreal for me to actually be on the phone and, in the quiet of my evenings, I would let my mind wander from time to time, and I could imagine what uh, it would be like to have Mr. David, Mr. Baker call, or maybe get your name up in the Packer Ring of Honor. You never mentioned it to anybody, and you never, it never got beyond your dreams. But they were there, and they were still alive, but weak, and so it was a. It was a wonderful call, and, a, and a, it's been a wonderful few days here with so many great calls coming in from from Florida to the Yukon. I got a, a call from Yukon Jim up at <laughs> north of Anchorage, uh, and he's the most northernmost Packer bar in America, and he is a big fan of the Green Bay Packers and mine, and so he was he was going schizo. He was uh, so tickled and so happy for me, which was the general tone of all the calls that you, you know you couldn't help but smile and enjoy it. We're with former Green Bay star and now 2018 Hall of Fame finalist Jerry Kramer on the Talk of Fame Network, and you can find us on the web at talkoffamenetwork.com or on Twitter at talkoffamenet. And and Jerry, you heard me recite. Your resume at the beginning, you you were the, a member of the 50th anniversary team, all decade, 1960s, all pro teams, all all uh, all star team, all NFL teams, and you heard Goose say you've been nominated ten times previously. Why do you think you're not already in the Hall of Fame? I mean, why haven't you been? Why do you think you weren't admitted like 30 years ago? I mean, that resume is bulletproof, and you were on championship teams. You know, I I was we've been chewing on that and wondering about things here, and somebody suggested that there might be a nomination Hall of Fame, and that if I didn't make the NFL Hall of Fame, maybe I would make the nomination Hall of Fame. <laughs> with, <laughs> with so many nominations, it would think that I'd be a shoe in. <laughs> be the first guy in. <laughs> so, so, so I, you know, I've wondered that question, and I've asked that question a number of times to a number of people, and uh, and it seems to come down to the fact that there were a lot of Packers in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, uh, and I had an incredible bunch of teammates, and all of them deserved to be there. You look at Horning and Taylor and Starr, uh, probably the best backfield maybe that ever. Uh, Forrest Gregg is a great football player. Um, Bob Skaransky maybe next on the last list because he was a whale of a player. And then we got Robbie and Willie Davis and Henry Jordan and 
uh, Wood and Adderley and, you know, just a tremendous number of our guys are in the Hall of Fame, and they should be because it was, you know, our records indicated that we were a pretty dominant football team in the 60s, and, and we, of course, we had the main man. Uh, uh, I'm going to call him the spark adjuster or the, the fire. You know, we had a fairly decent set of physical capabilities, speed, size, and general intelligence and all of that, but he put the fire and the, the burn, the drive, the hunger, the want, the need, the extra. He, he gave us that extra dimension, and that's what took us down the field 65 yards in the last few minutes of the ice bowl. That's what did so much for us during the nine years he was there is that fire he lit in us, and I think that's what set us apart. So we had a great bunch of guys, and and, and, and plus I'm a guard. You know, who's uh, what did he play? He was a guard. <laughs> oh. <laughs> right. My mama didn't know what I was doing out there most of the time, right? <laughs> and so if if you're an offensive lineman, you hope that you never hear your name. You don't want to be offside. You don't want to be what you get in notice for is offsides and holding and other stupid mistakes, right? So if you never hear your name, you've had a heck of a day. So we <laughs> kind of go through life like that. We're that kind of person, I guess, to begin with. And so we uh, we uh, like anonymity, and, and we're comfortable with it. So, uh, and you're happy for anything. You know, the quarterback will throw you a bone every once in a while, and you're tickled to death that he remembers you're on his team, and uh, same with the running backs. Uh, although Paul Harding has really been great for me, he's been in my corner and he's been backing me, and uh, he's he's just been one of my biggest boosters. So, great players, great coach, great team, awful lot of great guys, and finally maybe Jerry gets to join them. Jerry, there's an iconic Sports Illustrated cover photo of you carrying Lombardi off the field on your shoulders after the first Super Bowl. What was your relationship with Lombardi? That was Super Bowl II, Two. Okay. and that was his his last game in Miami. And I think uh, our relationship was emotional. He, he uh, expected great things of me, and I didn't initially. And he finally let me know one day that he thought I could be an exceptional ball player and that I needed some fire, and he lit my candle, and he got me really going. But I think the, the and a, a glimpse into our relationship was after the ice bowl. Uh, I had the, Leading up to the ice bowl, we had an article in Esquire magazine that was a real hatchet piece. And they made fun of Coach Lombardi strutting around with his chest stuck out like a pigeon. And he reminds you of Mussolini and a really (laughs) nasty article. And I had heard that Coach Lombardi's mother was upset and crying because of the article. She just was really affected by it. And I made up my mind that if I had a chance at the, the microphone that I'd say something that would give her a little ease. And as luck would have it, I was called to the microphone, and Tommy Brookshire says, Jerry, uh, what about Coach Lombardi? There's a lot of controversy about this guy, and how do you feel about him? How does the team feel about him? And I said, Brookie, people don't know Coach Lombardi. 
They don't understand him. They have no idea who he is or what he's all about. We know him. We understand him. And we love him. And this is one beautiful man. And that kind of come out of the north part of my brain somewhere. But he was a beautiful man in terms of manhood, in terms of masculinity, in terms of character, in terms of the achievement in life, the paying the price to make things happen. And he came up to me like Wednesday after that and uh, trying to say thank you. And he was really a kind of a shy guy. He, he put his arm, hand on my arm and he looked at my eyes and he'd look down at his hand. He'd look in my eyes and he'd look down. He did that three or four times. And finally he said uh, in a very soft voice, that was really a nice thing you did, Jerry. Thank you. So I uh, I had a difficult time with him at times uh, when he expected more than I thought I had. But when I discovered that I had more and that he knew that and that he had made me a better ball player and ultimately he made me a better human being, then I grew to love him and I grew to respect him and I have a great admiration for him. Well, Jerry, you're one guy we've got a great admiration for as well. Thanks so much for the time, and best of luck reaching Canton in 2018. We mean it. Thank you, thank you, thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Appreciate all the support over the years. Appreciate your help. Thank you. Thanks, Jerry. You got it, Jerry. That was former Packers guard Jerry Kramer, one of two senior candidates for the Pro Football Hall of Fame's class of 2018. Up next, well, up next, it's the two-minute drill. This is the Talk of Fame Network. Now, the reminder that the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. 